Welcome to Spread-Led Life with HMI. Stay tuned for an anointed word by Pastor Dion Hockey. We hope this session builds your faith. Good day and welcome to Healing Ministries International. I'm Pastor Stephen Hockey and I'm so happy to be with you and spend this time in the Word of God with you today. Today we're going to continue with our session of faith to stand and it's crucial for us as a church in these last days to have the faith to stand no matter the persecution no matter the the conflicts that we're going to face no matter the agendas that are going to be thrown in our faces it doesn't matter we need the faith to stand well before we get into the word let's open up in prayer because it's going to be a powerful time today Father, we welcome you into this uh, studio today, Lord, and we thank you, Father, for uh, just giving us the faith to be able to stand in these last days, Lord, that you'll give us boldness, that you'll give us understanding, Father. Father, help us and give us revelation to continue to fight the good fight of faith and endure to the very end, Lord. Help us, Lord, not to fall to the left or to the right, but, Father, help us to persevere to continue pushing and to never give up in the mighty name of Jesus. To all those who are viewing from all over the world, we pray, Lord, that you bless them and that you keep them in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to read a scripture, which is my base scripture for this teaching, and it's found in 1 Corinthians 16, verses 13, 13 to 14, which says, Watch. I love that. Watch. Stand fast in faith, be brave, be strong, let all that you do be done with love. I love that so much. You know, I was speaking last week about how we should be uh, firm in our faith or stand firm. And standing firm is none, none other than literally not being movable. You're not changing your position. You're not changing your viewpoint. You're literally standing firm on what you believe in. And that's what that's what the Christian church should do. We should stand firm on the Word of God. No matter what we're going to face, no matter what the enemy throws at us, no matter what uh, rules, if I can say it like that, are being changed out in the world, it doesn't matter. We have to stand firm on the Word of God. When when trials and tribulations come, it gonna, it's going to produce patience in us. It's going to produce hope in us. It's going to produce character in us. And we should continue to stand and fight this fight until the very end. There's no more time for excuses. There no, there's no more time for us to fall to the left or to the right. Because too many Christians these days are so easily persuaded by anything that the enemy throws away. I mean, we just look at the news and people go into a panic. We just uh, read and we see, oh, some new sin is accepted. Well, let's just fall into that now because if the world accepted, well, we're Christians, we should be loving, we should also follow it as well. No, I'm sorry, it doesn't work like that. We always go back to the foundation, which is the Word of God. If you want to be immovable, if you want to be able to stand firm in your faith, your foundation has to be rooted in the Word of God. Yes, it's easy to be persuaded if we do not know what the Word actually said. I I find that so interesting that we find so many Christians today, then they all say, oh, but that's not in the Bible. You know, they, they, they say that, you know, uh, you, you know, how can you say that is a sin or this is a sin? That's not in the Bible. Well, do you read your Bible? Then you'll find that many of them know they don't, they don't even know what, what's actually in the word of God. So we have to be rooted 
in the word of God, to be able to stand in the last days, to be, be immovable, to endure the race to the very end. Now we started speaking on um, what we should have and how to stand in these last days. And the first thing is that you have to make the conscious decision to be willing to go the distance. You have to be willing to go through to the very end already now. You have to make the, this decision in your mind, Lord, I'm going to go full on after you no matter what the enemy throws my way, I'm going to continue to persevere. I'm going to continue to push on like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. No matter what was thrown in their faces, no matter you know that the, the king Nebuchadnezzar uh, threatened them with death with a fiery furnace, yet they still stood on the word of God and they said, even if our God helps us, praise the Lord, but even if he does not, we will not bow down to any other gods. We will serve only one God and that is how we should be or have to be we are not going to bow our knee to the world we are not going to bow our knee to Satan we're not going to bow our knees to any agenda that is being pushed by the left wing we are not going to to change our belief our truth the truth which is the word of God to fit any lifestyle or to give into any agenda but we are going to stand firm we are going to stand on our faith and we're going to endure this race to the very end hallelujah I want to read you a verse in James 1 verse 2 and uh, let's see how far we get James 1 and uh, from verse 2 it says my brethren Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So we need to have faith and not doubt. The moment when we doubt, we become unstable in all of our ways. Now we can, yes, we're going to face trials. We're going to go through tribulations. But the Bible says, count it all joy because it's going to produce patience in you. It's going to produce a hope in you. In you, It's going to complete the perfect work in you. Why? So that you can stand in these last days. So that you will not um, fall out or you won't fail away but you'll continue but those who continue living in doubt those who continue living in fear those who continue to let the enemy take a hold of them they will not make it they will be unstable in all of their ways ask God for wisdom to help you to handle every situation that you're going to face in in this time let the Holy Spirit move in and through you so that you can start becoming a, a block. I want to say a big cement block in, in, in the presence of the Lord so that you will not be moved by anything that the enemy throws away. Amen. Point number two is that you need to know 
what it is that you're standing for and what it is that you're standing on. And this comes down to revelation. You need to have a revelation of who Jesus is. But Philippians 4 verse 1 says this, Therefore, my beloved and longed for brethren, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord. That is how we do it. We stand fast in the Lord. Second Thessalonians 2 verse 15 to 17 says, Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you were taught, whether by word or our epistle. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and our God and Father who has loved us and given us everlasting consultation and good hope by grace. Good hope by grace comfort your hearts and establish you in every good work. Amen. Amen. And uh, it, let's look, look at Psalms 18 verse 2 as well. It says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Praise the Lord. So the Lord is my rock. And again, we know the, the, the story, the parable of the man who builds his house on the sand. We, we get that. We understand that. The moment we build our houses on the sand, uh, we're going to collapse. It, it's just going to all give in. But the moment we build our lives on the rock, which is the revelation of Jesus Christ, doesn't matter what storm comes, we will be able to stand in these last days. We can see it even in Matthew 16, verse 18, where, where if you go read the rest of Matthew 16, um, Jesus is speaking to his disciples and he's asking, who do, who do you say that I am? And look at Peter, you know, he had this revelation and he said, Lord, that you, you are Christ, you are the son of the living God. Now Jesus responds and says, and also I say to you that you are Peter and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of Hades or hell shall not prevail against it see having a revelation of who jesus is knowing what your foundation is you will become immovable you will become sturdy and firm on the rock that you have built your house on and we will be like that the more we can have the revelation of who he is the more we can have a revelation of what it is he did for us the more we will be able to continue fighting the more we will be able to continue enduring this race until the very end i've seen it so many times people they serve the lord for 10 years 15 years and then all of a sudden it's just something happens in their life maybe a tragedy maybe they are confronted by something at work maybe you know who knows they, they're confronted by something or they are exposed to something and then the moment that that happens they, they their foundation is so weak and the house just crumbles it just collapses have you ever seen that uh, a mudslide and you see a house maybe a three story house that literally falls away and it looks like it doesn't even weigh anything it just crumbles and disappears within a couple seconds and that's what happens if we do not build our house on the rock anything goes wrong we blame god 
anything goes wrong, we give in to the, you know, what, what people are saying out there. So we, we, we surrender what, what our actually our opinions and our truth is. We give it in. And the moment that happens, our foundation collapses. And then we have nothing to stand on anymore. Because why? We did not have our faith rooted in the revelation of Jesus Christ, in rooted in the revelation of the kingdom of God. Don't, don't build your ha- house on the, on the sand. I plead with you, but build your house on Jesus Christ. Pray, read your Bible, worship, seek Him, knock. You know, and you know, the Lord is going to bless you. The Lord is going to equip you. The Lord is going to get you ready and put you into a place where it's, it's not going to be such a fight. The more we stand, the more we build on this knowledge of who Jesus Christ is, the easier it becomes. It becomes a lifestyle. Because as soon as the enemy throws something at you or a dart, he shoots a fiery dart at you, it just bounces off you. Why? Because we are so strong in the Lord that it doesn't even affect us anymore. But it be, has to become a lifestyle where we are rooted in the Word of God. Philippians 1 verse 27 says this, and I want to read this uh, portion out of the, the Passion Translation. Philippians 1 verse 27 says, Whatever happens, keep living your lives based on on the reality of the gospel of Christ, which reveals him to others. Then when I come to see you or hear good reports of you, I'll, I'll know that you stand united in one spirit and one passion, celebrating together as conquerors in the faith of the gospel. And then you will never be shaken or intimidated by the opposition that rises up against us. For your courage will only prove as a sure sign from God of their coming destruction and that you have found a new life. For God has graciously given you the privilege not only to believe in Christ, but also to suffer for Him. For you have been called by Him to endure the conflict in the same way I have endured it. For you know I'm not giving up. Wow. That is so powerful. And there's so much revelation in this short uh, just one scripture, and 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 it's so real that uh, that Paul was, you know, writing, and he's saying that I will not give up. I'm not giving up, and I implore you, don't give up. Build your, uh, you know, your foundation on the reality of the gospel of Christ, and they stand united in one spirit and one passion, celebrating together, so that we may be conquerors in the faith of the gospel. I love that so much. We, we stand united. Find people that can lift you up, that you can come together and not be moved, so you can go forward. If your family doesn't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, go to a Christian church. Go to a, a family where you can build and they can help you stand strong. No matter what your, your family throws at you, you will be able to stand uh, firm in your faith not fall and by faith we believe that your family will also get saved in the mighty name of jesus but get strong get yourself surrounded by people who are standing firm on the word of god that will be able to run this race and endure to the very end with you now point number three how we can stand firm in our faith is that we are be prepared be prepared for spiritual warfare. 
because there is going to be battles there is going to be wars there is going to be conflicts there is going to be things that happen but we need to be prepared to fight and endure this race to the very end i love that summer so many people become christians because they think it's all about love and there's going to be no fighting there's not going to be any of that happening no the day you give your heart to jesus is the day you have declared war against the enemy so you have to be prepared for spiritual warfare none of this well the day i get saved everything's going to be okay in my life and everything's going to run smoothly and perfect no it doesn't work like that the day you get saved you have committed <laughs> you have committed an offense to the to the enemy the devil you have offended him which means you have now put a target on your back by the enemy who still kills and destroys but what we have the blood of jesus he is stronger than the enemy and if we can understand that now we have to be prepared and ready be vigilant be sober be watchful because we have to be able to stand and come against uh, any attack of the enemy second corinthians 10 verse 4 says for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in god for the pulling down of strongholds this can only happen in spiritual warfare when we are praying when we are interceding when we're coming against the attacks of the enemy we're going to bind it we're going to pull down every stronghold in our life everything that is trying to cause us to fall we're going to cut that off be it the spirit of bondage be it any form of addiction be it any form of jealousy be it any form of whatever any strong man that is trying to hold you down we're going to bind it up in the mighty name of jesus so that we will not fall but we can endure this race to the end ephesians 6 verse 10 to 20 if you can go memorize this this is such a powerful portion of scripture these 10 verses but let, let's let's read verse 10 finally my brethren i love that finally my brethren be strong in the lord be strong in the Lord. Don't be weak. <laughs> don't, don't grow weak, but become strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. You know, I had a revelation this week and the Lord was just working with me. And He says, Stephen, when are you going to stop trying to do everything by yourself? That's what the Lord told me. And when are you going to start trusting me? When are you going to start relying more on me? Because yes, you might be planting. Yes, you might be watering. But remember, I am the one who brings the growth. And that was such a revelation. I was, I was trying to do certain things in my life, in the ministry, by our power and our might. But the Lord said, no, but Stephen, see, meet me halfway, trusting me that I will bring the growth trust in me that i will lift you guys up and that is what we are to do finally my brethren be strong in the lord and in the power of his might uh, and i if this is a word for someone out there stop trying to do everything by yourself start trusting in the lord start believing him to intervene and start trusting in the power of his might his power is much stronger than yours. Yes, we bring our part. We're not lazy. We don't do that, any of that stuff. But it's time that we stop trying to do everything on our own and we start leaning on Jesus Christ. The moment we can start doing this, we're going to see that it's going to be so, so much easier to give over to God, so much easier to continue standing because it's so easy. The moment we see that there might be a bump in the road, some failure or negativity, we, we want to go down. We want to go down. But it's in that 
that moment we say, no, Lord, you know, I'm weak. I'm weak. I can't do this by myself, but I need you. And he will lift you up in the power of his might and he will get you through it. Verse 11, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. See again, stand, not fall, so that we can continue to stand in this faith. Verse 12, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand verse 14 stand therefore having girded your waist i mean we see this having girded your waist with what the spirit well i love it gird your waist gird your waist with the spirit now i i, I want to stop there I, I know there's there's a lot of people that say yeah hey, stephen I, I put on the armor of god now am i supposed to put on the armor of god every day don't we have the armor of god on well i i like to manifest it in prayer because it builds up my faith and yes i believe you know, if i forgot maybe to pray it i go to bed i believe yes i have the armor of god on if i wake up i have the armor of god on but it reminds me of his goodness it reminds me of his power so when we do this we need to remember i am girding my waist with truth i am girding my waist and i will not fall and then you know if i can look at what is the the girding the waist of you know with truth mean it means i'm girding my private area i'm girding my life up uh, my private life so i'm living out in truth be it in public or in private and the area this area of truth now is evident in my life no longer will i you know say make if i'm standing strong in public and fall in private no 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 i won't fall in private because the spirit of truth is keeping me pure and holy and righteous even in my private living even in a private sp space you know the word of god is so clear that the truth the truth will set you free now you have to gird yourself with freedom hallelujah if you can just picture that what does truth do? Truth sets you free. So gird your waist with truth so you do not fall. Amen. Let's, let's go again from verse 14. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. And uh, verse 15, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all taking the shield of faith, which you will be able to quench all fiery darts of the wicked one. And verse 17, take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, and being watchful of this end with all perseverance, Perseverance and supplication. Uh, I love that. With all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. And for me, that utterance that may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. In verse 20, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Now we, we put on the helmet of salvation. 
We, we walk in salvation. We put on the breastplate of righteousness. The helmet is to protect my thoughts, my mind, to keep it renewed. Not letting the enemy plant seeds of doubt or lies or sin or whatever the case may be. Not letting him do that in my mind. But I'm in control. Why? Because I've got on the helmet of salvation. I am saved by the blood of Jesus. And nothing is going to change my mind to thinking I am not saved. Putting on the breastplate of righteousness because I put on the blood of Jesus, I am made righteous. Nothing that I do can make me more righteous. His blood is righteous. And when I put on the breastplate of righteousness, when the Father looks at me, He doesn't see my sin, but when He looks at me, He sees the righteousness of Jesus Christ. What does that mean? I can walk in victory. I can walk free from condemnation. I can walk free from every lie of the enemy. I have righteousness. And what the prayer of a righteous man makes power, you know, available to him, you know, dynamic in its working. So when we, we have the breastplate of righteousness on, we walk in victory. Hallelujah. And then obviously, like I said, the belt of truth, protecting our private lives, walking in freedom. And number four, putting the shoes on for the readiness of the gospel of peace. We are all called to witness, going to all the world, preach the gospel to every creature, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Come on, people, that we are to go out, get people saved, tell them the good news about Jesus, not keep this gospel for ourselves, but go tell as many people that as we can and then obviously putting up the shield of faith to block every fiery dart of the enemy that when he lies at you when he tries to throw problems in your finances uh, in your health when he tries to attack your family when he tries to attack your ministry when he tries to get you down you are blocking with faith no doubt in me because doubt is going to cause me to become unstable in all my ways now i'm going to have faith and i'm going to push back and i'm going to attack the enemy in every area of my life hallelujah and then what we pick up the sword of the spirit and we fight come on get ready for spiritual warfare it's time to chop up some demons it's time to get uh, into battle it's time to get into the face of the enemy and it's time to take back that which the enemy stole from me so now not only am i standing in my faith but i'm actually winning in my faith because if we don't stand in our faith we're going to lose this battle but if we stand in our faith we're going to persevere to the very end amen there's so many wonderful examples of men and women in the bible that have stood firm in their faith i will continue with this next week but before we go i want to ask you maybe maybe you've fallen maybe you've dwindled maybe you've faded away maybe you didn't stand firm on your faith and you want to give your heart to Jesus again. Maybe rededicate. Maybe there's someone watching today and you've never even given your heart to Jesus, but you would like to today. I would like you to pray after me and I want you to give your heart to Jesus. Why? So that you will not go to hell, but you can spend eternity with Jesus Christ in heaven, with the Father, with the Holy Spirit, and be saved. So pray this prayer after me, will you? Say, Heavenly Father, today I confess I am a sinner. I confess all of my sins to you right now. Heavenly Father, I ask you that you will come and that you'll forgive me of all of my sins. Thank you, Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross. 
for all my sins. I believe that you have died, but you have risen again. And Lord Jesus, I believe that you are seated at the right hand of the Father. Say this with me. Say, Jesus, I now invite you to come and live in my heart. And say this lastly with me. Say, I believe that I will not go to hell, but I will go to heaven. And my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for taking this time to be with us. We pray that you have a blessed and wonderful day. Be blessed. We'll catch you again next week. Bye-bye. You can make a difference by partnering with us, a ministry with a heart for the lost. You can sow or partner by visiting our website, dionhockey.org. You will also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons, and more information about the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.